welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your host, Rafal Majeshevsky, and today it is another amazing episode because it's episode 143, and I remember back in high school, 143 means I love you, so to every single person listening to this episode, I freaking love you because you have been supporting this show for however long and you are part of making this possible for me and we have reached a milestone of over 20,000 listens per month so thank you thank you thank you thank you and just like every other show I want to do some shout outs because this week there's been a huge shift in the places around the world so i'm gonna actually shout out to five cities so the first one is ridgeland in mississippi shout out to everybody out in mississippi number two is helena in montana number three is mississauga out in canada shout out to everybody in canada and this one i am super excited about it is the central district of hong kong how badass is that shout out to everybody listening out in hong kong you guys are amazing and kind of side note i think i am planning to go to hong kong because my wife and i are trying to figure out where to go travel next and hong kong is on the list so whoever is listening reach out to me and let me know what i should go see in hong kong and then the next one is dubai Shout out to everybody in Dubai. That is super cool. Maybe that's another city I need to go travel to. So really awesome to see my show is going international because, you know, I honestly thought no one would listen to the show when I first started and look how far it's come. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you all. Um, So today what I want to go over is a couple things and I'm going to try to keep this under 20 minutes because I like having my shows 20 minutes or less for my solo ones so you guys can like get in get out and get the cliff notes of what you need to know so I had some requests and I also want to talk about something for myself anyway we're going to start with nutrition because recently I've been having a lot of clients and also new online clients reach out to me and you know the ones that want nutrition coaching they almost seem that they jump to the hardest stuff first. Meaning, you know, they haven't figured out the, like the foundations and they're asking me, well, you know, how many grams of fat should I be eating a day? How many, um, like grams of carbs should I have during the day if I'm working out? And all of those things do matter and you can get there but then when I start investigating even further and you know people are missing meals they are not going to sleep at a reasonable hour or they're not even eating protein and they think their oatmeal in the morning is enough protein or you know they are binging every weekend it's like okay we got some work to do before you worry about how many grams of fat you need to be taking in and you know my industry and 
the whole health industry in general doesn't do any favors for anyone out there. There's almost there's just so much shit out there that confuses people. Like I literally had a client ask me how many grams or milligrams of salt should I have per day? And I'm like, dude, you don't even drink a glass of water a day. Why are you worrying about salt intake? Like, it's so weird that when it comes to nutrition, people are always looking for the hardest thing because they think that, you know, because they're not losing weight, they have to do the most extreme thing in order to see the result. But in reality, it's the foundational, you know, eating patterns, habits, whatever you want to call them, that will make you successful and doing them for a really long time. It's not like anything else. For some reason, everybody has this idea in their head that in order to be successful in weight loss, they can use the quick and easy way out, whereas in anything, anything in life does not apply to that rule or thought process. You know, if you wanted to become a millionaire, you're not gonna do that in eight weeks. You're going to have to work your ass off for years in order to see that outcome. You know, if you wanted to become a professional whatever, it's not going to happen in eight weeks. You have to perfect the skill in order to see that result for a very, very long time. So it's really interesting and kind of weird to me that people when they look at health and fitness and weight loss that in eight weeks they can change everything and get the result they want and then people get frustrated so it's a combination of shitty marketing that makes you believe that you can change all your issues that you've developed over the last 10 20 years of bad eating habits in eight weeks and when you give someone something simple like let's just focus on you getting more than a cup of water a day makes that individual angry that I'm not giving them something more difficult because they think that's what's going to get them there. Give yourself some grace and slow down and focus on fundamentals. If you're not eating protein at every single meal, if you're not eating vegetables at every single meal, if you're not getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night, and if you're not exercising, say, three to four times a week, then focus on those things first before you worry about how much salt you're taking in or how many carbs you're having in the day. Stop jumping to things that are more difficult that are outside of your reach. Grab the low-bearing, hanging fruit from the tree and focus on that first. You know, all the people listening that are not coaches, this will resonate quite a bit. And the coaches out there this should help you as well because you know you work with everyday people meet the client halfway where they're at and find what will work with them you know many times clients have full-time jobs they have kids and then the kids sports and then on top of that they're most likely coaching and then on top of that they have other you know engagements and things that they have to do like Find what will work with them, and it's usually focusing on the basics. I can't stress that enough. Like, fundamentals first, basics, always start there. 
Don't worry about what new diet has come out on Facebook or the ketogenic diet. Like, just just stop. Focus on the basics. It's not rocket science. And then do it for a very, very long time, and you will see the result you want. Now, the other thing I wanted to bring up is... Um, bad client experiences because I did a little rant episode about you know bad trainer experiences and someone reached out to me and they're like hey you know it'd be kind of interesting to see if you had a bad client experience and you know I've had a handful but it's not that common and when it comes to bad uh, client experiences it's usually because they have been having a bad day or um, something's going on in their life and they just kind of take it out on you. And the one I remember a long time ago when I was training at my first um, personal training studio was I was um, covering for the manager's client at the time. And her personality right off the bat it was kind of like you know she has the you know so-called resting bitch face and she liked things in a particular way kind of high maintenance so I like I really prepped myself like I studied the crap out of her program to make sure everything was okay and you know we're going through the hour we're talking it's all good and um we ended um 45 minutes in, usually her um, session would be a full hour, but because we ended early, she was kind of ticked off. And she's like, is that it? And I'm like, well, yeah, that's like what the your coach gave me for your program. And she's like, that's unacceptable. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She's like, my sessions always go through a full hour. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Like, I can add another sort of exercises to focus on something that you really want. She's like, whatever, fine, let's do that. And then, you know, we go through our set. We have five minutes left of the hour, stretched her out. And she's like, this session was unacceptable. I can't believe that, you know, you're depriving me of my time. I'm going to speak to your manager right after this session. Like, okay. And it just... Like, I honestly don't know what happened. Like, after that session, you know, we still talked and we were on good terms. Like, honestly, I think she had a really bad day. Um, and it, it was just weird, like, for her to unleash that on me. You know what I mean? But that's what people do, right? Like, they'll build up all this baggage. And then the moment they meet someone in an intimate one-on-one setting that screwed up, so-called screwed up, they will unleash it on you. And, you know, it's kind of unfair for people to do that in any situation, but honestly, that's kind of the only bad experience I can think about where a client was, you know, rude to me. But overall, I haven't really had really bad experiences, but I've seen other um, experiences from other coaches where the client kind of pushed their buttons. And I remember at the same gym, um, the manager at the time, 
he was training one of uh, my clients, and we trained in a rotational system where if I had trained Bobby B on Monday, then another coach would train Bobby B on a Wednesday. So you kind of all the coaches shared the hours. Um, so I was training my client, and I saw my other client, Bobby B, we'll call him, training with the manager. And um, they were kind of arguing about something. And then the next thing I know, I like I see, is the manager just like, kind of said like f this essentially, walked off the training floor and went to his office and closed the door halfway through the session. I was like, holy crap! Like what happened? And then my client just left. And then after further investigation, um, the client's personality is one of those like really really big and out there and hated training legs so my client uh, my manager gave the client um, like split squats like heavy split squats and he didn't want to do them to a point where he just like cut the reps in half and he's like oh that's it I'm not going to do any more and then my manager was like kind of explained to him like hey no you have to do them but the type of person my manager is it's like a lot of ego and both of those egos kind of clashed and they both kind of just went their separate ways and I'm like, stuff like that, like, I, I get it. You know, clients will be frustrating, but you shouldn't, you know, just say, like, F this. Like, in my profession, you need to have a lot of patience for clients because they're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I have my own issues and my own shit to deal with. But, you know, showing that to your client just I just feel like that's not professional and you know it takes a certain type of person to um, be in this profession and I always think about one of my clients who's a kindergarten teacher and I'm like how do you have the patience for like 30 children that are in between the ages of like five or six or whatever the age that um, children are in kindergarten I'm like that takes a lot of patience. And then I always think back to that per, my, my client and how she deals with 30 kids on you know a daily basis. And I'm like, okay, if she can do that, I can take on all the shit that clients put on me. And it's not like bad shit. It's just like they bring your, their baggage with them. And they unleash it on you. You're almost like a psychologist if you really think about it. And I've had clients tell me some heavy shit. And, you know, like after a long day of training clients from morning to night, like you're like, damn, like I am <laughs> I am emotionally tired because it does take a toll on you. But I've always made this kind of like vow in my head without even knowing that I would never, never unleash myself to be like you know what f this i don't need to hear this this is not my shit to deal with it's yours boom you know as a coach you're there to listen there to guide that individual because they are paying you for something they are you know vulnerable to so why would you want to make that experience even worse you know that that's just like how i think and Recently, I've been really thinking about my career as, you know, how, how would I want to leave it as a legacy? You know, and I want my legacy to be that when a client trains with me or is finished training with me, they genuinely feel that I wanted to make them better and have this, like, giant heart 
to help as many people as possible without expecting anything in return. And I think when you start thinking in those terms about your legacy, it kind of opens your eyes to this bigger picture of what, you know, you are meant to do on this earth. And in my case, being a coach is not just about getting people fit and losing weight and making money off of it. It's making the world a better place that, you know, coming from my own weight loss story, I was super vulnerable and felt like being trapped in my own body. And I hated that feeling. So anytime I have a new client where, you know, they want to lose weight, they're kind of like embarrassed of how they look and they have no confidence, I'm like, fuck, I was there. I totally understand what you're going through. And then when I see them struggling through the process, like it, it hits me right deep down in my heart. And I'm like, God, I just want to make this person better. And I will never quit on a client, even if they go on a hiatus for a year and then come back. Like, I will never turn someone down no matter how much they're struggling. And I think that is the most important thing for a coach is that you can never give up on somebody, no matter what they're going through, even if they yell at you or whatever. It's almost like I look at it as I'm parenting and my clients are my children. They will give you F-bombs. They'll tell you they fucking hate you. But you know what? Like At the end of the day, you do it out of love. And it's kind of fitting that at the beginning of this episode, I was telling all my listeners listening right now that I love them for doing this. And I'm sorry I'm getting all, like, lovey-dovey, but, like, this is from the bottom of my heart. Like, like damn, right? Um, so I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at coaches need to open up their eyes to see what the bigger picture is. Think about what you want your legacy to be. And then the people listening to this show that are fitness enthusiasts, what do you want your legacy to be? Do you want you know, fitness and health to be just a thing you have to do or something that you can enjoy to make your life you know, longer and when you're in your 70s still able to move around and travel the world and do whatever you want? So I think that's something you should think about is what is your legacy going to be on this earth. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about, um, and I'm trying to do it quick, and I can't remember if I've already talked about this, but whatever, I'm going to say it again. Um, so I've been kind of giving all these um, little hints on my Facebook and Instagram about a project I'm working on, and I am actually working on my first book, my own fitness uh, ebook. And I'm really hoping that in September I can release it. And the whole idea behind it um, is my training philosophy. You know, it's kind of the combination of like five to six training principles and methods and theories that I use every single day with clients. And I feel that, you know, my idea of training is pretty good compared to some of the things I've seen online or other coaches and gyms so my whole idea is making someone strong resilient and almost bulletproof and i always say things about prerequisites progress regress like all those kind of words meshing together and i came up with this idea that 
you know, I want you to have an ironclad body. And that's the title of my book is the Ironclad Body Training System. And if you don't know what an ironclad is, it's a warship that was actually built in 1859 by the French. It was a warship, first of its kind, that had steel armor around it. And the moment they built that, it became a, they became a world power. They dominated war. And then every other country had to catch up with the French in order to protect their own country. So my whole idea about training somebody is taking them from the foundations, like bare bones of that ship that they would build, and then one piece by another layering it on top to the point where you become this war-steeled ship that is like undestructible, indestructible, sorry, and you just become this badass of a machine and nothing can touch you. I want to make you and my clients resilient just like that warship. So that's my entire kind of concept of this book. And so far I'm like 20,000 words in and like every time I touch my like laptop to like add a little bit more like it just like my thoughts are just pouring into it and it's going to be a 6 month program in there and it's going to have a lot of cool stuff and you'll see how I program for people from the most basic movements to the most advanced ones where you know you'll get to do a lot of cool stuff so I'm really excited about this project and hopefully I can get my shit together to release it on time so you know keep an eye out on it and I'll let everybody know how it's going since I announced it on here and you guys are my closest followers and listeners so I'm going to leave it at that if you guys have any questions feel free to reach out add me on Facebook you know, send me a DM on Instagram. If you have any feedback on guests I should have on this show, like honestly, message me on Facebook, email me. I don't care. I will reply to you. If you have any questions, don't be scared. Like I will actually answer. It's so weird because I've had people email me, message me, whatever. And within 24 hours, I'll message you back and people are like, whoa, you would actually want to answer me? I'm like, fuck, yeah, obviously. Why wouldn't I? Like that's rude. I look at it as like, if I was in a group setting at like a party and I'm talking to somebody and someone like goes, hey, excuse me, I have a question for you. And they tell me the question and I just ignore them. That's rude. Feel free to reach out. I will message you back. Um, so yeah, that is it for episode 143. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody in the entire world is listening to the show. You guys are amazing. And please, 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 please share this podcast with your friends and family. And I would be truly honored to have that exposure. Thank you so much. That's it for me.